May the God who creates us, redeems us, and sustains us be with us this day and always. Amen. Doubt. Thomas felt it. All of us feel it every now and again because it's human nature to doubt. There's no shame in feeling it, although some think it's the height of sin to doubt God or even the existence of God. But we do doubt. Now the question, why would a loving God allow famine, war, and cruelty to exist? Doubt and fear come to us when we are in situations that are completely out of the realm of our control or our abilities because we believe that we have no way to cope so we fall back on what we know to be true, what we can see, what we can touch, and what we can feel. Thomas didn't doubt that Jesus was his teacher and God. Thomas doubted that Christ was truly risen and present and in front of him. And we've just heard Thomas's story about what he needed to see to believe. Thomas needed to touch Jesus to make Jesus real to him. The mystery we call God and the mystery of our identity are bound together in a way that transcends rational knowing. God meets us where we are and uses our doubt to make us stronger. That's what Jesus did for Thomas. Jesus meets us where we are. Here, put your finger in my side. Just then something mystical happened for Thomas. Snap, Jesus exclaims, Thomas exclaims, my Lord and my God. In that moment of grace, Thomas is able to believe in the presence of God, in Jesus. So now I ask you, what is it that you need to touch to believe? We experience a touch of God when we look into the eyes of our neighbors every Sunday morning as we hand them hot coffee and a breakfast bag. And then later we move into worship and we experience the touch of God again when we join together to celebrate the Holy Eucharist. We have to be intentional in our noticing because every second of every day, life pulls us away from experiencing the holy. It didn't bother Jesus that Thomas doubted. That's why he invited Thomas into his personal space to see and to touch his scars. Jesus loved Thomas. And Thomas needed to see the scars, to touch them, to believe Jesus Christ was truly risen and fully present. How do you hear the holy in and around you? For me, this is being answered in part because I'm currently enrolled in a two-year program that will train me to be a spiritual director. That is, someone who helps people notice the movement of God, creator, spirit in their lives. What I've come to realize is that most of my theology was very head-based. I knew what I knew, all the rules and regulations of the church, but much of my relationship with God was weak and lacking the ability to listen for God and God's movement in my life. Deep listening takes time, discipline, intention, and effort to be fully present to God and or another person. We have to quiet ourselves internally, putting away our own thoughts, and we have to be vulnerable, allowing for the possibility that our perspective might be changed. What is it that you need to do to experience God's presence 
around you. If it is true that God in Jesus Christ is waiting for a response to divine love, then we can discover a whole new perspective on how to wait in life. Henry Nouwen says, I deeply know that I have a home in Jesus, just as Jesus has a home in God. I know too that when I abide in Jesus, I abide with him in God. Those who love me, Jesus says, will be loved by my father. My true spiritual work is to let myself be loved fully and completely and to trust that in that love, I will come to the fulfillment of my vocation. God keeps trying to bring my wandering, restless, anxious self home so I can rest there in the embrace of love. The whole purpose of Jesus' ministry is to bring us to the house of our creator. Not only did Jesus come to free us from the bonds of sin and death, he also came to lead us into intimacy of his divine life. Sometimes it's difficult for us to imagine what this means. We tend to emphasize the distance between Jesus and ourselves. At times we see Jesus as the all-knowing and all-powerful son of God who is unreachable for us sinful, broken human beings. But in thinking this way, we forget that Jesus came to give us his own life. He came to lift us up into loving community with God. Our contemplative tradition tells us that the purest way of knowing God is through unknowing. Unknowing means letting go of our attachment to thoughts, to feelings and doubts, as well as attachment to memories of the past and anticipations of the future. When we unknow all things, we rely on God, coming to rest in the internal presence where we find God's truth, beauty, and goodness. Our theology teaches us that God is always present, present in everything, everywhere. Sometimes it's us who need to be reawakened to see the holy in and around us. Earlier, I asked a question. Why would a loving God allow famine, war, and cruelty to exist? Like Thomas, we want our doubts answered. However, many theologians have wrestled with this, and there is no answer. And the reason there's no answer is that we're not capable of understanding the mind of God. And while we cannot claim to know the mind of God, there is good news. Jesus is truly risen. And Jesus invites us into intimacy without reservations, to touch, to feel, to see, and to listen. God is moved by our pains and participates in our human struggle. I invite you to take your doubts, your fears, and your longings into that quiet space and be brutally honest with God and see how God shows up for you. Your chat doesn't have to be elaborate or fancy. Anne Lamont says that she prays a simple, hi, help me feel you in this with me. Listen for the inner voice or tug of the holy. Love catches you like that, unaware. I experience God in everyday amazing things. Like, like while I'm on a walk through Annadale Park, I look up and see a hawk making lazy circles in a dream blue sky, 
or an ancient redwood standing tall and proud. I feel the wind on my face and it carries a damp, earthy, rich scent of Douglas fir, laurel, live oak, and manzanita. I hear God in everyday amazing things, like the rapid beat of a hummingbird's wings as she takes a drink of nectar from the flowers in our garden, the sun glinting off her iridescent feathers, or the sweet deep breath of my husband as he sleeps quietly during an afternoon nap. I touch the presence of God when my soul responds to a still quietness of contemplative prayer, or when I hear the deep, smoky, soulful voice of Diana Krall, or the timeless jazziness of Gershman's Rhapsody in Blue, or the way my taste buds lovingly respond to an elegant, silky glass of Zinfand Old Vine Zinfandel wine. Those are just a few of the noticings this week that have brought me a sense of peace and joy. We have to quiet ourselves, then we have to slow down so we can show up in the present moment. My friends know this, you are loved beyond your wildest imagination by your creator. God longs to be in a deep, meaningful and loving relationship with you. What is it that you need to see to hear, to touch, to believe, because the rest of your life is unwritten. Allow me to leave you with an excerpt from a poem about noticing entitled God by Brian Doyle. And I have a hat to put on so I can read it to you. By purest chance, I was out in the street when the kindergarten bus mumbled past going slow. And I looked up just as all seven kids on my side of the bus looked at me and I grinned and they lit up. If you wanna see God, go stand in the street as a kindergarten bus murmurs past. I'm not kidding and this is not a metaphor. I'm completely serious. I saw God this morning just as the bus slowed down for a stop on Maple Street. God was six girls and one boy with a bright green and red stegosaurus hat. Of course, God would wear a brilliantly colored hat. If you were the imagination that dreamed up everything that ever was in this blistering, perfect, terrible world, wouldn't you wear a stegosaurus hat celebrating some of the wildest, most amazing developments? My friends, I invite you to notice God in everyday things that you do. May you reach out with double hands and say yes to that offer from God and fully live always. Amen.